0: get me started i'm gonna be betting on jefferson we we're about to start are <laughs> you saying
1: i'm gonna be je- betting on japanese baseball and trying to win and trying to pay for some of these cards all night long
0: that should be one of the clips that we have in the beginning <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, folks, welcome back to another episode of the Uppercut Podcast. And in today's episode, Mikey, Jeff, and I are going to be previewing UFC Fight Night Holloway versus the Korean Zombie, a fight night that probably shouldn't be happening. Uh, the main event at least shouldn't be happening. We don't really want to see this happen again. However, this card is honestly a very good one, um, especially after the recent UFC Fight Night cards have been so bad. There is a lot of big names and fun fights on this card. Um some fights we're not going to talk about, but I just want to mention as being fun fights. Um, Waldo Cortez Acosta versus Lukasz Breszki. Um, that's going to be a fun one. Uh, Toshiomi Kwazama Yeah. Versus Gary Armfield. Uh, that's going to be a fun one. Yeah. Waldo's, Waldo is Waldo Cortez Acosta. Got to watch those leg kicks. Um, Chidi and Jaquani versus Miho Alexi J. Chuck is a good one. Kenan song versus Holando Bedoya. Um, and then, obviously, uh, Choi Sung-woo versus Jarno, and Aaron's, rather, is going to be a fun one. Um, today, we're going to be sticking to the main card and the Billy Goff fight for our preview. Um, great
2: great lineup of prelims, though.
0: Yeah, the prelims are really deep. I'm actually very excited for them. Um, yeah,
2: that to mention it's going to be an absolute banger, dude. Not to mention, it's back in Singapore, which is pretty fucking sweet, too. Yeah, that's yeah, probably why. You
0: know, why. I have
1: to fucking wake up at, what, fucking 6 a.m. now? What? Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Uh, it's on at 6 a.m.? Yeah,
0: 6.
2: I think it's early. 6 Eastern.
0: Oh, that's actually nice, though. I mean, that's
2: eight. Nice for who?
0: I mean, the dude, then I can birds? fit it in Can fit it in before I have to take my girlfriend out and all that. It'll be good. Dude, it's perfect yeah, for me. Good for you,
2: bud. It's perfect <laughs> for me. I'm working Saturday, and I start at 6. So it's, like, fucking perfect. Yeah,
1: that's yeah, awesome. I, I, I fucking work right before then. I'm going to wake up before work all early just to not go to work. yeah until later in the day dude i'm gonna fucking bang my head out after watching fucking korean zombie get oh man
0: yeah all right so not all of us are as excited as others (laughs) but uh nonetheless this is going to be a pretty fun card let's start with the main event um max holloway versus the korean zombie running it back obviously holloway put quite the beating on tkz last time I don't think any of us really want to watch this happen again to Korean Zombie. I hope he makes it um, a closer fight. I hope he doesn't get as punished in this one. Uh, and I'm pretty sure we're all taking Hall away, so we don't have to go super in depth. Uh, we'll start with you, who Jefferson. said that? You're not okay. Okay, well, let's go. I'm just no, glad I'm I started with you then. I okay.
1: Not, I mean, I I wish I could take Korean Zombie, man. He... Fuck, man. The Korean Zombie's really about to fucking get finish like this. This is fucking terrible. This sucks, man. This is going to be the last time we hear fucking zombie, zombie. 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 I just hope he can pull something out. Dude, it hurts. I'm it a miss screen zombie, man.
0: Me too. Uh, Mikey, are you thinking that Green zombie can pull something out?
2: Yeah, I, I wanted to say real quick, though. I don't think they fought before.
0: Holloway and Korean zombie?
2: I don't believe oh, so. Am
0: I getting mixed up with the Volk? Oh, you Korean said they fought? I didn't even fucking no, notice I, that part. <laughs> I got mixed up. Sorry, my bad. I got mixed up with the Volk Korean zombie uh situation. My bad. Or another beating. Um, That's what I got that mixed up with. But yes, good call. They did not fight before. Um, <laughs> I do see it going the Volk and Korean zombie way where Volk is just kind of crushing him with the jab um, and just outboxing him.
2: Yeah, I think this is a fight that probably... TKZ wanted maybe three or four years ago. That would have led to him getting a title shot quicker than he did. But at this point in his career, I don't know. Maybe this is something he called for before, and it just happens to be coming around full-fledged. Now to him getting the opportunity, but I don't understand why he would want or take this fight. And he's probably going to get whooped from the start to finish. Maybe he'll have a little bit to throw at Max. I really fucking doubt it. And the big thing for me is not only is he going to get whooped, is no matter what he does, he could flying fucking head kick Max. He's not next in line for the title, no matter what happens. So no. I, this just seems like a horrible well, matchup to this me. This is it, right? What's I that?
1: No doubt. I, I thought this was no doubt the last one for Korean
2: Zombie. I, I'm not sure. I'm not entirely positive.
0: I thought he had mentioned it. I thought so
2: too, one. since it's in Singapore, but we'll see when it happens. Yeah. But I'm, same thing for Max, too, though. It's not just him. Max, too. I mean, he's probably going to put an absolute beat down TKZ and not get a title shot. So this is just – I mean, it'll be fun to watch from a UFC fan's point of view. But other than that, it's not really moving the needle a lot. I guess it's just adding more feathers to Max's cap as probably the third-best fucking featherweight of all time. But that's, that's about it. I love watching yeah. Max fight, yeah. but – it just—it's very disappointing at this point that it's really not going to do a whole lot. Like Ilya's probably in line next, I would think.
0: I think so as well. Um, yeah, I—I I see the green Zombie most likely retiring after this one. Would be my guess. Um,
2: yeah, I would think so.
0: All right, Anthony Smith versus Ryan Span. This one they are running back, right? They've had, they've yep. That they've had—they fought before. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, this the, one. This the one where Anthony Smith Smith got in Ryan Span's face after he won, right? I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Oh, Anthony no, Smith I don't beat. I remember all that. <laughs> I think Anthony Smith beat Ryan Spann and then stood up and got in his face, and Ryan Spann just kind of sat there like looking away. And I remember that's when I started to not like Anthony Smith, um, because that was very annoying. Um, but yeah, they run it back after Anthony Smith beat Ryan Spann before this time. I see it going differently. I think Ryan Spann, Um, I know he's he's coming off of that loss to Nikita Krylov, but Anthony Smith hasn't looked. That great either. He's coming off of that loss to, um, to what's his face, Johnny Johnny, um, Walker Johnny Walker Yeah, the
1: one-legged loss.
0: Yeah, the one-legged KO by Johnny Walker. I'm I I obviously spans a little bit younger. He's thirty two. Um, he has a three inch reach advantage. Anthony Smith. I think when these guys transition over to, um, announcing and you know, not not being a fighter only, and you know, they kind of get into media a little bit you tend to see them slip i think ryan span is uh just in a better position i'm picking him to win this one we can give it to you mike who are you picking for this fight
2: um i i really want to agree with you and pick ryan span for all the same reasons but i just i can't i cannot do it his inconsistency and lack of fight iq is just it's too overwhelming for me i i his, his athleticism, the way he's built and the way he fights, he should be the number one contender in this division. He has all the potential to do it, and he just time and time again doesn't prove it. And fighting a guy like Smith, who's pretty hard to finish and pretty smart, I, I can't pick him. I agree with all the reasons you said, including the announcing. I think that's a big part going into it, but it's hard for me stylistically to see this not going like the first matchup.
0: I mean, I understand fully. Uh, Jefferson, who are you picking in this one? I think I, I think he- you're picking Spam.
1: Yeah, no doubt. I'm rocking with Span. <laughs> you guys already know. I don't fuck with Anthony Smith. <laughs> but, but, I mean, I just... Like you said, Mike, you, you said he doesn't... Like, he's not easy to put out. But his last two, he kind of has been. I mean, you I, I guess the injury, you can't really hold out against him in an fight. But, but he fucking literally was hopping on one leg while getting pounded, like standing up. Last fight. I I I don't know. I I think he just struggles with this type of fighter now in Ryan Span and his he's just not quick enough. He I think he's just pat past where he should have been. Even though the age difference isn't even that much. I just feel like Span is a much quicker, much better fighter at this point. Yeah, right. and let me
2: make one thing clear, too. This is splitting hairs for me. I'm not heavy on either way. I, I can see this being goofy as fuck and going either way. I, I'm picking Smith with a lot of caution.
0: All right, let's go now to the third fight on the card between an, an exciting fight, might I add. I'm I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, Giga Chikadze versus Alex Caceres. We get to see the Giga show in action again he hasn't fought this year yet um he's coming off of that decision loss to calvin cater he's supposed to fight sadiq Yusef. um last year september 17th uh he didn't end up doing that and now he's here ready to go against a rolling alex Casares. i know he's 21 and 13 but he's coming off of a couple of wins he has that decision win over daniel Pineda, and then he also had that pretty vicious uh ko over julian arosa he's been looking really good recently that being said, Giga, I think people kind of forget because he's been on the layoff for a little bit. This dude is a fucking sniper. I know he's been having some injury issues, but this is one going to be a kickboxing fun match. Both these dudes are elite uh, snipers with the kicks. I can't wait to watch that aspect of the fight. I, I'm picking Giga here. Um, we can start with you, Jeff. Who are you picking?
1: Yeah, speaking of fighters I absolutely fucking hate. Giga <laughs> Chikaze can eat a fucking dick. I absolutely hate Giga. All because of that bullshit where he fucking when uh Korean Zombie got the title shot against Volk on short notice and he was whining about how he deserved a title shot when he literally had Calvin Cater up next, and then Calvin Cater absolutely wiped the
2: fucking floor. I knew him. this is exactly what you are going to say, dude. Yeah, I don't and now know he's how, fucking curtain
1: jerking for the boy, for for Korean Zombie. Yeah, good. I hope he eats dicks. I hope fucking Bruce Leroy <laughs> sends his head into the fucking fourth row. Giga say you can suck a dick.
0: Yeah, that is, uh, I guess we won't be having him on the show then. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, Mike, go ahead with your analysis on this one.
2: Uh, I'm not agreeing with Jeff on his sediments, but I'm agreeing with Jeff on his pick. I, I don't, Giga's, but a long layoff like that and there's just too many other, too many intangibles for me adding up. A guy coming off of, he hasn't fought since January of 2020 fucking two, not 2023, 2022, fighting a guy who's fighting at the best he's ever fought in his career. And Alex Caceres, whose takedown defense has been holding up. It's been getting better. It's been holding up well. I think that'll be the difference. His takedown defense is going to hold up and I can see him landing a head kick or just outstriking him to a decision win. I never, ever, I repeat this sentiment every time we talk about guys like this. I never pick guys on layoffs either. I refuse to pick guys on layoffs, especially fighting someone that's fighting what seems like in their prime right now. So give me Bruce Leroy.
0: All right. Next up, Rinya Nakamura takes on Fernie Garcia. Uh, Garcia coming off of, he's on a two decision loss streak um, in the UFC, first losing to Brady High stand and before that losing to Journey Newson. Uh Rinya, meanwhile, is twenty eight years old and is undefeated. He comes in with an inch and a half reach advantage. Um Rinya is a pretty fun fighter to watch. He obviously has a super sick uh KO over Toshiomi Kazama. And I believe he has like a a wrestling background, if I'm not mistaken. He also has the yeah, die there, like yeah, he has that um dyed hair like Kenoshita. I don't know if they train at the same gym or not, but um yeah, these Renya is a fucking beast and honestly I'm I'm picking him for this one. I think he gets it done over Fernie Garcia, who um needs a win here, and I think this is one of those things where they're kind of feeding Renya a little bit of a prospect um to kind of get them a, him a win there. I don't know if that's the case. Obviously, Fernie is a good fighter, but I think that is the case. We can start with you, Mikey. Who are you picking in this one?
2: Yeah, I agree with you. And um, I for most of the same reasons. And I just I'm starting to question at this point now, too, like he looked really good in the contender series. But I'm starting to question and this is no disrespect. But if Fernie Garcia is like a legitimate UFC caliber fighter, and I don't mean that in any kind of disrespectful way, but. The two straight losses he had really weren't good losses at all. I mean, he lost one, giving up almost 10 minutes of control time. Then the other one was primarily on the feet. So he lost in about two of the only ways you can lose already. And fighting Guy Nakamura with a super high motor, uber gifted offensively, can knock you out. Great wrestler. Super high cardio. I think it's going to be really, really tough for him, especially fighting in Singapore, too. I just think it's going to be an immensely tough night for him. I hope maybe Garcia can figure it out in the future, but what we saw in the contender series just hasn't transferred to the big leagues yet.
0: Yeah, Jefferson, who are you picking in this one?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously I'm rocking with fucking Nakamura. Garcia is just completely way too one-dimensional. I mean, I, I feel like he might be one dimensional in his own dimension? I mean, he doesn't even throw kicks that much. I, I, he stands up the whole time, but he can only really box. It's going to be a fucking Nakamura, dude. Nakamura is <laughs> Oh wow,
0: <laughs> that was well done. Nice, that was well done. Okay, finally, the next fight. Our girl, Aaron Blanchfield. Our I want to say man. real quick. Go ahead. It is
2: fucking absolutely criminal. That it this is. is. The fourth fight down the it line. It should be
0: the third or the co main. Yeah, this is
2: wild. This shit it should, should, be should unanimously on this card be the co main. If it didn't have TKZ, it should be the main.
0: I'm with you there. This is bullshit. I I mean, like, also, I don't even know if the Fernie versus Nakamura fight should be on the main event with the way the prelims look either. Yeah, the um, main card. <laughs> the main card, I mean, yeah, with the way the prelims look. But whatever, I'm with you guys here. Aaron Blanchfield should be co main, if not main. Um, There's not a fight main. on
2: this card with more implications. This really pissed me off when I read it. <laughs> it's crazy. The winner the fuck of this, up, the winner is of this fighting, fight is fighting is the
0: Schenker. winner. Yeah, or fucking Grosso. If,
2: or uh, either or. It's going to be yeah, the winner or. of their fight. Yeah. It makes so, fucking zero sense.
0: I'm with you there. Um obviously we're alluding to Aaron Blanchfield 11 and 1. She's on a quite the win streak here. She's going up against Talia Santos. Uh Aaron has gone from someone who I remember thinking like, "Oh, she's an up and comer. I still have some questions about her" to now just being fully in on her. Um obviously she beat Molly McCann and that's when you're like, "All right, well, um that was impressive because I believe she did that in England and then or no, sorry, that was UFC 281, but um she beats Molly McCann, and then she submits J.J. Aldrich, and then from there, the biggest fight we thought was the Jessica Andrade fight, where she submitted her very quickly. Now that fight, that win has not necessarily aged the best, as Andrade has gone on to lose quite quite a few fights in a row. Uh, I believe she's at one, two, three, so she's lost two in a row after that loss. Um, so I don't know how well that win ages for just for Aaron Blanchfield, rather, but. This is a big test in Talia Santos, who has fought for the title before um, with uh, Valentino Shevchenko. Obviously, she lost that, but still is um, a really good prospect. And as we alluded to, the winner of this fight goes on to fight the winner of Shevchenko versus Grosso for the title, presumably. So this fight has a lot of implications, is a big fight. Um, I want you to start, Jeff, and just kind of tell us who you think is going to win in this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a fucking amazing fight. The, both of these women, I mean, they're easily the probably the best all around pros, all around fighters in the division. Other than, I feel like Valentina that mixed it all all well together.
2: Completely agree. Grasso's
1: up there too, but it, it it's real hard to take away from champion freaking Grasso. But I I feel like they they kind of got it all mixed. Mix well. I feel like they're a little bit bigger too. But I just... God, this one's going to be real fucking hard. And they're both prospects, even though Talia's got the title shot, as you said before. But...
2: But she's only 28, right? So she's still a prospect, pretty much. Yeah.
1: I just... I feel like I got to rock out with Aaron now that this is a three-round fight. I feel like she's her skill set's a little better suited for the three rounder. I feel like she's got a little bit more of that better control grappling wrestling game. And I think that'll come in clutch because if you can just do that for a decent majority of the time, you're winning a three rounder. Yeah. And fighting someone as dangerous as Talia, I think I think you gotta go that that route, no doubt.
0: Mikey,
2: who are you picking in this one? Yeah, I completely agree with Jeff. And I think not only the controlled grappling to eat up time, I think when they're on the feet, too, that is the three-rounder. Her just being able to pepper it on using the volume that she shared against Andrade, sustaining it over three rounds will really be good for her, too. And to me, I know, like, the Andrade win isn't aging all that well at this point, but it it wasn't necessarily the win for me. It was the way she did it. She flat-out fucking dominated. Around and whatever it was, two minutes into the second. She peppered it on her, just completely made Andrade look like a fighter we haven't really seen Andrade look like before. I know she's got a couple losses since then, but she got flat-out dominated by her. I just think Blanchfield's going up, Talia's going up in terms of, like, trajectories of their career, but I think Blanchfield might be on a little quicker of a trajectory. I think she's going to be able to do it. She's going to pull this one off and then probably fight who I'm going to guess is Shevchenko for the title.
0: Yeah, I'm with you there. I, I'm thinking Aaron Blanchfield is going to pull this one off. Um, obviously we're huge on her. This is going to be officially the biggest test because Talia Santos, although she's been off for a little bit, um, I mean she did beat Andrade a while ago, but I mean, what am and I talking she about? questionably Santos.
1: beat beat fucking Valentina in
0: yeah. their fight. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. She beat Valentina. Technically, it was obviously she lost by decision, but it was close. Um. And she hasn't fought yet this year, but she's still. And and I just,
2: and I think just Tyler's strengths that she uses against other opponents is going to be tough for her to use against someone like Blanchfield. Blanchfield's pretty big bodied, too. Like she is a bully when she's in the ring, too. Or the octagon, I should say. So I think it's going to be hard for her to use her strengths against someone like Blanchfield.
0: Okay. Next up, Junior Taffa takes on our boy, Parker Porter, friend of the program. Um, Taffa, 4 1, 26 years old. He has. The same reach as Parker Porter, who's 38 and is 265 pounds. Um, he's 14 and eight as well. Uh, all right. I really like Parker Porter um, and he's a good guy. I think Junior Taffa gets this done. Although Junior Taffa lost to Mo Usman, my one of my least favorite fighters in the entire UFC. Um, he should have kind of thrown it on Mo Usman. I, I remember that fight. He was not able to throw it on there, even though Mo was getting tagged. Um, I, I think that Junior is going to learn from that fight and is going to put on a performance against Parker Porter. Um, And I mean, with the heavyweights, it only takes one punch. So these fights are kind of hard to pick. That being said, I think Junior Taffa, um gets it done. If I'm you, Mikey, I think this is the NyQuil fight of the night, though, right?
2: yeah yeah i think one of these two guys is going out for sure and I, i'm actually leading porter somewhat i'm i wasn't really too all that impressed with Tafa coming into the ufc to be honest and porter's got this little knack for like winning fights that he really shouldn't win and i think this might be one of them i i'm just not a big fan of taffa i don't think he looks i don't think he's looked all that great
0: yeah that's not that's not a bad pick at all i mean it it just like it's just one of those heavyweight fights you know <laughs> you know how it goes um Jefferson, who are you picking for this one?
1: Yeah, I'm not no fool. I've seen this fight already. He just took on a Otapa two fights ago, and I don't see how it can be any fucking different. I am i mean, Parker Porter's cool guy and all, but give me just, just... See, I just called him his fucking brother, but you might <laughs> as well go fucking Junior Tafa, Justin Tapa, fucking give me him all. Give me all the Tapa's fucking round one knockout all All day every day
0: (laughs) okay uh now there obviously we mentioned there are good fights on the prelim but we are not going to go into those we're just going to talk about one fight in particular which is the billy goff versus yusaku kinoshita fight billy goff obviously good friend of the program he's come on before he was super fun to talk to that was a very early uh Um, he was supposed to fight a while ago. He got injured. Now he's finally back in the ring taking on uh, Yasuko Kinoshita, who fought. I want to note board. something
2: real quick about what you were just saying. Did you yeah. notice, too, how you just said he was supposed to fight a while ago? You know when yeah. he was supposed to fight? January of 2023. How long ago does that seem? This motherfucker, Giga, hasn't fought since January 2022. Yeah, I, can't fucking, I cannot believe he's the favorite. I just wanted to put that in there real quick, just to draw a parallel of what we're talking yeah. about is a long time. I, like, I mean, I like that's
0: that—that
2: that was
1: before we started a pod, right? No doubt. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was before we started. A pod, yeah,
1: because sure. I've never got to talk about that bullshit on a pod. I don't think. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no. No, no. I was yeah, just trying to first time I've declared my hate for Giga Chikase. Wow. Yeah, I was just trying to draw <laughs> some kind of parallel to show how long it's truly been.
0: No, that's a good. That's that's a good parallel. Uh, I. That's a funny way of looking at it. Um, okay. So Billy Goff, our boy taking on, uh, Yusaku, Kinoshita, uh, obviously coming off that loss to our other boy, Adam Fugit. uh, one of the best interviews we've had. Um, if you guys remember, we predicted this spot on, we were talking about Kinoshita taking some risks and Fugit's going to be able to get in there and take advantage of those risks. Cause he's patient. Um, I'm a little nervous for our boy, Billy Goff here. Um, Remembering how he performed on the Dana White Contender Series, he was awesome. He was a lot of fun, but he almost got really hurt in that fight. He did get really hurt. He almost lost that fight, um, and he was able to hold on and get the win. Kinoshita's big thing is that he takes chances, but when he hits those chances, it's night-night. I'm a little worried for our boy Billy here, but I can't pick against him. He's a friend of the program, so I'm picking Billy Goff. Um, That being said, this is just going to be an awesome fight. This is my prelim pick of the night which is in a stacked prelims. It's going to be really fun to watch. That being said, I am taking Billy, but it's a scary one for the boy. I hope he gets it done. Um, let's start with you on this one, Jeff.
1: Yeah, I mean, you already know what the fuck time it is. It's fucking Billy golf time, dude. I mean, he's in a prime position to take all of Kinoshita's fucking hype right here. He's going to make it a dog fight. We already know it. He's going to eat what Kenoshita gives him, I feel like. I mean, he's been through the... He's been through it all and he fucking overcomes it. Time and time again. I don't see how this is any different. Uh this is gonna be an absolute dogfight and Kinder Sheikh is gonna drop 0-2 against the
2: fucking boys, fucking dogs.
0: Let's go. All right, Mikey, who are you picking in this
2: one? Yeah, bust the fucking putters out, boys. Go. It's golf time. Are you shitting me? <laughs> Let's go
1: golfing. Let's go yeah, goal. and
2: I, I, I'm i with you, Max. And I don't think it's going to be any different than the Adam Fugit fight. And a big reason I don't think why is because, yes, Kinoshita hits on those gambles that he makes. But one thing I think is super interesting is Kinoshita is two inches taller but actually has the reach disadvantage, which is really weird. So yeah. I think he's really going to struggle finding the distance against Golf, who's got a pretty relentless motor. Golf's going to work in that wrestling, ground and pound. I think it's just going to be a nasty, nasty grinded-out win for old Bildo.
0: Yeah, I love it. Um, Jefferson, who is your Hammy Sosa lock of the night? Is it oh, Junior Tafa? No, it's got to be Bruce Leroy. It's either Max. On. <laughs> it's either Max Casares or dude. Mark
1: I would never make it against the Korean zombie. So you're going Casares or that, Tafa? It's the craziest thing you've ever said. Max.
0: Sorry, I apologize.
1: But <laughs> honestly, it was it's between golf or Tafa. But oh shit, I don't I don't want to jinx golf. So
0: I'm gonna put it on top. All right, we'll give it to we'll give you Hamish hey, Wilson's lock of the night, Junior Tafa. All right, that is gonna do it for us here at the Uppercut Podcast. Thank you for listening while we previewed UFC Fight Night: Holloway versus the Korean Zombie in Singapore at like 6 a.m. for East US. It's gonna be. Super fun to watch. I cannot wait for this fight night. Um, I haven't said that in a very long time because these fight nights have been dog shit. So I'm It's excited. actually
2: 5 a.m. Eastern. 5 a.m. Eastern. <laughs> Christ. You're that's actually me.
0: hard. I'm going to have actually... to
1: fucking fall asleep mm-hmm. right after work tomorrow.
0: Yeah, it's actually I tough. I don't know. I'll be through. drunk still. I probably.
2: thought it was. I thought it was two hours from the prelim to the main, but this must be three, I guess. Well, that
0: sucks. Um, Damn. All right. That's tough. Still, we got to power through. <laughs> well, um, that our
2: alarms, boys. Yeah. <laughs> we'll
1: see y'all 4 a.m.
0: Yeah, golly. Well, I got to go to bed now to get ready for that. <laughs> so um thank you all for listening. We'll be back later in the week to review this very early fight card. And peace.